The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who's on this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Formula Sports Talk. We are live. It is a Thursday. I got my isogenics e-shot. I need a little bit of energy because I cannot sleep. Demi Lachey is in yes. the studio. He asked, was that my uh, AGE catching up with me? Yeah. Oh, was that a prescription? AGE for my prescription, my age catching up to me? Yeah, yeah. That's that's your prescribed I, actually, medicine, I guess. Your no, dosage. Actually, it is. But you know what I did? <laughs> I downloaded this app called Relax Melodies. What? Relax. Tell me about that. Relax Melodies. That sounds like, like I'm about to get a foot massage yeah, or something. Yeah, but you are. I'm going to give you a sound. Let me put a sound up here. These are sounds to help you go to sleep. Because I can't go to sleep. Wow. That's one. <laughs> that's, that's one. That's one sound. Let me give you a real good one. I like the waterfalls and all that. I sound like static, but it's not. Yeah. You know what that sounds like? What? If pee? I heard that at like, yes, at like 2 in the morning. You got to pee? Yeah. I'm going to get up and go straight to the bathroom. I drink a lot of water at night. Well, so. how about this? What? You can't go to sleep to this? No, I can't go to sleep to that. Man, you can't sleep then. Let me get some more. Well, I can't sleep. You don't do yoga, do you? sound like I'm about to get woke up by King Arthur or something. <laughs> here we go, right here. Stop it. You can't sleep to that? No. You don't know anything about yoga. No, I can't sleep to that. You know what I need to do? I need to start... Uh, I need to start getting back into yoga because I can't sleep at all. I'm you sound up. like the White Howard's mixtape. Yeah, he's a clown. I sound like something he'll listen to. <laughs> you calling me a clown too? <laughs> <laughs> no, no way. Eight 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 three four six nine one four four. I gotta get uh, going to Kansas, man. I know you was talking about getting back to Midwest too. Yeah, um, Indiana. I don't. Where you going? Which I got. I mean, I a, yeah, I'm trying to start a. Start something. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm you wanna, don't. Know. I want to start my my back to Indiana fun. <laughs> no, but oh, okay. uh, <laughs> no, but yeah, uh, homecoming is not this weekend, but the following next weekend. And I also got invited to our 50th year anniversary for the radio show I was on back at school uh, for WISU 89.7 FM. They're having their 50th year anniversary celebration, and what you, you do know they're there? honoring few guys uh pretty much what i'm doing right now i did a lot of broadcasting did so play nothing. by play no i did play by play announcing i did a radio uh uh social media networking like uh i controlled the social media did play by play for the women's and men's basketball games uh ran the board operator you know i we was doing facility of things yeah and did some audio video production work uh that's but, when, that's when i started i started in yeah. um I started doing radio probably, I think it might have been my sophomore year. My freshman year, I was trying to just get in where I fit in, trying mm-hmm. to see what was what. So it might have been my sophomore year. I started learning what was going on inside the uh, studios. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I got to go back to Kansas because Clint Bourne, as I mentioned probably earlier this week or maybe late last week, mm-hmm. got the head coaching job. It didn't say intern because they fought, fired Charlie Weiss, so a bunch of guys are going back to support him. I haven't been to Kansas in so long, man. Really? So long. Did you did you see? I put up on my LinkedIn account. I don't know if you ran across it. Did LinkedIn? you see the new? I didn't know you had one. Yes, you, come I didn't. On, man. For real, I didn't. We're connected. It's okay. Oh. So um, <laughs> anyway, if you go down, if you get on your account and scroll a little bit, the Kansas UK Rock Chalk uh-huh. basketball no, KU, team. KU. KU. Whatever. UK KU. Same same mm-hmm. deal. Ask Charlie Weiss. Basketball school. So their basketball program. Mm-hmm. Well known, Bill Self is building a fifteen million dollar, I guess you could say, playpen for the athletes. Uh, they are, they got their, uh, they're going to have all the um, basketball players. They had, they have to have thirty nine uh, student athletes stay in this facility. Um, it's decked out. It's their own apartment complex, but at the same time, you know, you got to have the regular student. The what are you saying? Non-athletic does, students does, in there. What's wrong with that? That fifteen million dollars is that's nothing. That's incredible. On. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying that's that's sensational. Uh, yeah, like, I mean, that's, that's a dream Kansas come true for all student athletes. I can say that myself. If I had a facility where it was mostly my teammates, right, and then some uh, well, other that's, students. That's how it was for me at Kansas. See, that's we didn't how, have. We was mixed in. We had apartment. I came in. and We had apartments too. They were on campus apartments at uh, the towers. We call them the towers. Mm-hmm. It's A, B, C, and D towers. We football players, mostly all of us, of us in D tower. Two bedroom apartment, kitchen, living room, uh, two bedrooms, bathroom. It was mm-hmm. it was the best. I mean, you didn't have to move off campus. Guys only moved off campus because they wanted that uh, that it's, grant to come yeah, with it. Yeah, stipend. Yeah, stipend that comes mm-hmm. with it, and then they just share a room so they had money to put in their pocket. Because as you know. College athletes can't work, which is real dumb to me. Right. So when somebody give me a job and I don't have to work the job, but I can say I work the job and I get $1,500 for three days, you shouldn't be mad at that. Right. Shouldn't be mad at that. But, yeah, no, stuff like that at Kansas happened, man. It's just, it's great. To me, it's a, I should have went there right out of high school. I didn't go there right out of high school. I should have went there. But it's a great program. We do have a football game tonight. Yes, we do. Teddy Bridgewater may not play. He he finally gets the job. Quarterback goes down. He finally comes in. And he plays well. Teddy Bridgewater was the thirty first or thirty second pick in the first round to the Minnesota Vikings. Comes in, plays well uh, due to injuries. Then he ends up injuring himself. And I saw I saw the injury. Uh, I didn't know it was that bad though. So he injured himself. Yeah. Well, no. Well, in the game. You know, okay, it wasn't yeah. self. It wasn't okay. a self injury, but hurt his ankle. He's questionable. Um, oh, he's a game time decision, but I'm I'm hearing reports that he's out. I'm hearing reports that Teddy Bridgewater. So if you have him in your fantasy, just take him out. I made that mistake in the first week of the season, waiting for Cam Newton, thinking Cam Newton had a little heart that he might play. Didn't play. I lose my first fantasy game. Um, but Teddy Bridgewater himself is. Probably going to be out this game, so that leaves Christian Ponder to come in a play on the road, which he he was familiar with it because he was the starter at one point in Minnesota. But he did have Adrian Peterson as a running back. Yeah, he did have some weapons around him. Uh, who's a who's a receiver? Is it Jennings over there? Uh, Greg Jennings. Greg Jennings. Cordell Patterson. Patterson is who I'm thinking. Patterson. He haven't been getting the ball last year. No, he, he tore hasn't. It up. He haven't been getting the ball. But remember, this is a guy, and, and I read up on this. 
and I didn't think about it until I read up on it that he only played one solid year. He's a JC transfer, mm-hmm. one solid year uh, at Division One. Mm-hmm. So he's. It might not be so much the quarterback can't get the ball to him. Or it might be more so he's not as polished as he would like to be, or they would like him to be. Either way, there's he's a dynamic receiver with a great a lot of great potential. He's not getting the ball for a lot of those reasons because he's not a polished route, route runner. Yeah, he's not a polished wide receiver. He's just a playmaker. Um, just one of those playmaking guys. He can put the ball in his hands and he can do a lot of things. He's known to get a lot of rushing carries, you should say, throughout a game. Uh, the first week he ran for over 100 yards. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he had probably like 40 receiving yards. So he's still developing in the whole receiver aspect. I mean, that's the, posi- best, the best position, you know, that you can put him at that he's used to. You can't just put him as a returner because he can do a lot of things when he touches the football. And, he, well, he was r- runner-up for rookie of the year, I think, offensively. Yeah. And I kind of <clears throat> don't want to burn my young guys out because you, no. they do the same thing with quarterback. But when it comes to a, a skilled guy like a receiver, punt returner type running back guy, yeah, you want to – I think you should groom men like you do quarterbacks. Now we're expecting quarterbacks. If you got drafted in the first round, we're expecting you to play. Exactly. So I think you should groom those guys in. And to to his to his uh, achievements of last year, uh, one of the rookie of the years, um, mentioned as one of the rookie of the years, then you want to be out there and play. Right. And he, I mean, I'm not knocking his receivers' talent. He has uh, North Turner, but he North Turner yeah. is more. He need a receiver coach. Yeah, he definitely does. But you know, he he made some big time plays last season, just at the receiver position. Greg Jennings this offseason before season started had said, "I'm taking this guy underneath my wing," and he's actually developed a long way from last year, even just during this camp. So this year is supposed to, you know, he's supposed to have a better breakout year at the receiver position. Um, it's been hard for Christian Ponder to find to give this guy the ball to find this man downfield. I used to talk bad about Christian Ponder. Then I um, worked out with him at a uh, XO, yeah. And then I'm like, dang, he's a good guy. I don't know when I meet a guy and he ended up being a good guy. Stop falling for that, man. That's what they want. They want you to, so you ain't got to knock him on who, Mondays and Thursdays. Who are they? Around. Oh, 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 the, the, the athletes. <laughs> they, as in the Christian Ponders. Uh, <laughs> who who else you running to? Matt Liner? Who else? Are I, yeah, all to? of them, yeah. man. They, they, they. Stop it. They stink. Tim Tebow's. He stink. I like Tim Tebow. He stink. He's not an NFL quarterback, but I like him. He's an NFL player. He's not an NFL quarterback. Yeah, yeah. And he refused to play because he's told the world so many times that I'm not playing unless I'm playing quarterback. And then there's some teams that take him down, but you play. I thought he'd be fit perfect if he was an H-backer, which Shannon Shop used to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The tight end, flexed out type guy. Yeah. I mean, you could do a lot of things in the offense. It don't have to be a gimmicky offense, but you could do a lot of things in that offense and then make it happen for, you know, he, he's he's getting reps. He may run into a quarterback guru who can teach him how to throw, although they tried that after his first year. They gave year. him the best of the best. They gave Peyton Manning's it, guy. Yeah. <laughs> they gave him the coach that the, the guy is coaching down at Duke right now. His, yeah, but his mechanics. And that guy in Duke is yeah. awesome. Yes. It's awesome. He got a guy out here from Notre Dame Prep, uh, had a guy out here from Notre Dame Prep, turned him to a player. He's in the league now. Um, yeah, you, if if you can't do it, you just – I'm not going to say you can't learn to do it, but when you get stuck in – those bad mechanics that you've had all your life, mm-hmm. that's going to be tough to fix, man, because you go back to what you know in the heat of the battle. Right. So Peyton Manning. Absolutely. Yeah. But but Kristen Ponder, nice guy. <laughs> nice guy. So off much stuff. Yeah, off the field. 
Was right, you know what? He, I was, he was picked seventh in the first round, right? Seventh, seventh from pick Florida in the first State. Round. From Florida State. God dang. That was a surprise. I thought. Uh, that was the biggest surprise of that whole. I thought Emmanuel draft. was a surprise out of Buffalo. But Christian Palmer was a surprise. When they, when they chose, when you get picked, that's as why he's a top ten team. pick. And he's yeah, a, exactly. He's, and he's a third round quarterback. If he got picked in the fifth round, he wouldn't be playing. I thought it was a. I thought it was a joke. I thought they were going to trade him. <laughs> I was like, "There's something going on." They kept that draft pick. They said they can rely on this guy for the future. Well, it's the future now, and the they already have brought in Teddy Bridgewater. Absolutely. So now you got to rely on. Christian Ponder once again another week. He did week one. I thought he played very well. I thought he played very well last year to uh, almost get them. Or they, what was it? The year that they uh, the agent Peterson almost broke the record. Yeah, two he years played. Ago. He played well. He managed some ball games well, and he was young and just you know out there just running around being Christian Ponder. But it's nothing wrong with their receiver. Listen to their here's it. Greg Jennings, Cordell Patterson, yeah, Jarius Wright, uh, Matt. Uh, what's his Matt last name? Asiata, my Asiata, the running back. Yeah, they have. Um, they distribute the ball. All of them have. You got fifteen receptions, thirteen receptions, eleven receptions, twelve receptions. That's getting the ball around. That's that's doing a good. That's Noah Turner's offense, though. Yeah. You just don't pinpoint one guy. Everybody gets open, but you never have a guy in the locker room say so he's not getting me the ball. Or in an interview, he's not getting me a ball. My Seattle, uh, he's running well too. In the absence of uh, Adrian Peterson, absolutely, he's running real. He's running pretty good. I got him and Cordell Patterson in my fantasy. I, I will start him tonight against Green he, Bay. He is starting. He gave me, I think, like 20-something points last week. He, um, yeah, he's definitely starting. I don't know about Cordell. I can't find another replacement, but at the same time— Cordell he, for what, who, Patterson? Yeah. I, at the same time, he does give me uh, kickoff return yards yeah, and uh, some rushing yards. Green you, Bay you just don't have never a know. They don't have a defense. They don't. And they need to find a, a way to get his Cordell Patterson the ball like how Green Bay finds a way to give uh, Cobb the ball. Because he, they're the both. They don't they're they're the both the same type player. Like those, they're both. They're not uh, your Jerry Rice, Greg Jennings, route running guy, abilities. But you can't cover him in the third in a slot. Yeah, he, he's your number two yeah. guy. But you put in a slot, he gonna have somebody gonna have problems. Exactly. But you could put your you could trust your number two corner on these type of yeah receivers yeah, yeah. especially with a quarterback like <laughs> like Ponder. And no Bridgewater because Bridgewater he was looking. I ain't, I'm not putting a lot of stock in Aaron Rodgers, and I'm and I'm, oh, I'm, wow. a, I'm an Aaron Rodgers fan. He, he, you know why? Somebody got to tell me something. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers or the head coach has to say, I don't know why we didn't throw to the <laughs> the cornerback for Seattle. I don't know why we didn't throw to his side. I don't know why we didn't go right. How you isolate yourself to a third of the football field? You you just can't. You cut a quarter of the football field off. How you how you do that? You the Green Bay Packers. You take those chances. People took chances at Dion. Yeah. Dion went to the Pro Bowl. He had one interception. But he went to the Pro Bowl because nobody would throw at him. That's dominant right there. That's dominance. That's respect level at the highest level. Yeah. I mean, there's no excuse for not using both sides of the field. But uh, I, I don't know. Like, Jordy Nelson has 33 receptions. You kidding me? 33. Find anybody else close to him. He's balling. He, he's tall. He's the number one receiver out there. Of course, mm-hmm. he, gonna, he needs to have 33 receptions. That's He's been targeted 60-something times. He's balling. Yeah, he's balling, all right. I just want Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb got 21. <laughs> Randall Cobb, in my fantasy, they played tonight. I got two guys. I got Randall Cobb and um, Andrew Corliss. He... Oh, the tight, tight end. end. Yeah, I never see him in a game. I never see him. 
Like, how are you not using your tight end and you Green Bay Packers? You the Green Bay Packers, you don't use your he tight used end. used him last week a little bit. He had a few receptions last week against the Bears. But, like, like you, you know, it's Sunday to Thursday, so that's a quick transformation. So, you know, that tight end usage is probably going to be used a little bit more than it was last week. Because they just coming off that uh, season, I mean, that quick game with the uh, Chicago Bears. So yeah. It's a short season. I mean, a short week. So. Now you're coming back home to another divisional game where the, the Minnesota Vikings, they're not used to seeing Andrew um, Corliss as, from the tight end position, so they don't know what to expect. I expect them to throw the ball. He better, they better <laughs> throw on the ball. I got him on fence, and I'm not taking him out. Man, what you, what you think about the uh, <laughs> the Raiders and their all their mishaps? The Raiders, that used to be a team of dominance, or even when they wasn't dominating, they still had they still got that news, kind of like the Dallas Cowboys do. They still get that news or that headline. We find ourselves talking about the Raiders. Al Davis. Mm-hmm. A guy, a legendary guy who built football, AFL, NFL, AFC to what it is today. One of the uh, pioneers to what football is in the AFC. He's no longer around. Right. Now the whole program seems like it's in shambles. And it's the Oakland Raiders. Why can't you get talent over there? Or why can't you get someone to manage that talent? And by manage, why can't you get a good coach? Well, I think it all started honestly with Al Davis before his passing. Um, it was it was a bit in shambles because he was putting himself kind of like a Jerry Jones, just putting himself before I think uh, the team itself, the players, the coaches. It was everything ran through Al Davis. It's my way or the highway. And even with him hiring his son as the GM, I mean, what is the son gonna tell his dad? No, right. Like, so well, they got rid of. Um um, Dennis Allen uh, after that game, uh, and we we talk a little bit more about this because it's also we want to get into the. I want to talk a little, touch on the Raiders and what they're all about and what where do they go from here, and then that uh, Cincinnati game coming up this weekend with the New England Patriots. Quam Lachey Sports Talk, Demery Lachey. Take a quick break. We'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. I miss the taste of the sweet life. I miss the conversation. I'm searching for a song tonight. I'm changing all of the stations. I like to think that we had it. We're back. Welcome back to the Parmalas Sports Talk 888. 
3469144 Kevin Gassman <laughs> does not like Maroon 5 for some reason. Shaking my head. Yeah. How you not like that? That's like a happy song. He missed the sweet life. He missed the taste of the sweet life. Yeah. Don't we all? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't we all? Welcome back to the show. We were talking uh, a few things, a couple things. Teddy Bridgewater is a game time decision but we end up talking about the Raiders we get back we get with the Raiders I don't know if Demery watched Baumgartner and Crawford do the thing to the Pittsburgh Pirates I don't oh, know yeah. who's the I loser. turned it off after the Grand Slam was hit Grand Slam yeah I he, knew it was a ball game after that uh, the Pirates was, the Pirates were having a they were having a good season yeah they were having a good season but then and we, we get into that um, um, Steve Smith says uh, oh, Rivera stabbed him in the back which coach player? I believe he did. I believe there's some things promised to Steve Smith. Why would why would he want? Steve Smith didn't want to leave Carolina, and a lot of players when they go to other teams, they prefer to stay with the team they with. Right. But you feel betrayed, and that's the worst thing you can do to an athlete, professional athlete, on any level, future, current, or past athlete. You feel like they betrayed. They just take you out your DNA. Michael Phelps get tested again for marijuana. He's gonna get a slap on the wrist. I'm sure of it. Um, <laughs> or he's gonna get another pass, like the first. That's time. a slap on the wrist. <laughs> yeah, he, they, how was how he not getting in trouble? I don't know. Because he, did, he didn't even get in trouble for the first time when he was in magazine. Oh, I know. Covers and I don't care. He's the most decorated Olympian we have, or y'all have. <laughs> I don't care, and that's why Josh Gordon say uh, NFL drug testing is harassing. He said it's harassing. <laughs> I got, I'm just laughing at him, though. I yeah. laugh at him. You you won't get in trouble. Why are you in trouble? It's just like it's like who's around you? Like who is you, who? Who's in your corner? I don't. Yeah, Josh Gordon. He should no. They're just you. Just bad at what you do. <laughs> Obviously, Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps. He finds a way mm-hmm. <laughs> to pass his drug test. He finds a way to not. I know guys knew. I know guys oh, yeah. that knew when the drug test was coming. They, exactly, they would get a head up from whoever was drug testing. Josh Gordon obviously can't put down the weed at the time. Obviously, he got tested back after time after time after. Do time. you have to smoke weed? I mean, you you not. He's not. Like once you fail it, like dude, just stop. Just yeah. Do, just know that. Do you know you can smoke weed for a after, year after ten years? Yeah, yeah. After <laughs> ten years or what are your twelve year career you might have? You can smoke all the weed you want to, and and even in that twelve year career you might have, halfway through that it might be legalized. <laughs> right. FCC is considered banning Washington Redskins on airways because they would not change their name. FCC's you know the the, uh, the international radio mm-hmm. uh, broadbands and those things. Um, Tom Brady says his offense hasn't played well in a long time. We're gonna get to that because I mentioned oh I, I, men- I mentioned I wanted to talk to. Um, Talk about Cincinnati and New England game. That yeah. game is in New England, but New England, uh, Cincinnati's favorite by one. It went from it went from three until one after last week, and maybe after the comment Tom Brady Tom Brady made. Got another idiot on the scene. Police eye Cowboys defensive back and sexual assault probe. I'm not going to even get into that right now. But back to <laughs> yeah, they idiots, man. Nothing nonsense. Complete idiots. You just. You don't. You don't get it. You got. You you had to have. You have to have goals to be successful. You have to dream to be successful. You put those two together, and with the talents you have, you finally get to the point where you always thought and wanted to be 
and then you just become invincible, like you're untouchable, and you get in trouble. Idiots. Rich yeah. Rich Gannon say the Raiders like leadership. Uh, calls on field production terrible. We everybody sees that. Yeah. Should Should John Gruden come back? Uh, absolutely. He should. But John Gruden don't want to come. Go ahead. I mean, I I can understand why he he wouldn't want to come back, but he wants to coach, but. He wants to come back in the capacity of, I want it all. Mm. This is a guy who never played. This is great. I love these stories. This is a guy <laughs> who never played, but mm. end up having ownership. Not ownership, but, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and I Carl think, Blanche, I think he should. Pretty much Carl Blunch of the team. I, I wouldn't be upset if he came back. I think they should get him back um, soon as possible. Uh, I like Tony Sperano as a coach. Do you? I you mean, me, before his before his days at, with the Dolphins. Yeah, he was, that's the same guy in Miami. Right? Yeah, the same guy mm-hmm. who went through Miami. But he was with uh, he was on that. I think he was on that Baltimore Ravens staff. Yeah, he was. So I supported him. You know, then I was a big fan of his. I was a big fan of his. We got picked up in Miami. I, I say that like it matters because people, <laughs> you know, when people like who they like, and then somebody say, "Oh, you like yeah, him," yeah, yeah, just because yeah. you like him, yeah, I don't have to like him. Yeah, just because some things happened in Miami didn't go his way during his time. Uh, you know, he. I think he's a good interim coach uh, that can step <laughs> so in his job right now until John Gruden comes along because, I mean, I, you should give John Gruden a say-so with the personnel. John uh, Gruden's not with coming some back. Personnel. Right, and that's the only way he's going to come back. John Gruden's not coming back, in my opinion, unless he has the credit card to go get the players he know to run his offense. He thinks he's a quarterback guru because he has that quarterback thing. John Gruden never coached quarterbacks. Uh, he had <laughs> Rich Gannon. He had uh, who else he had have over there? Oh, man. Oh, what's the guy? When he was in Oakland? Yeah. Jamarcus Russell? That, that is <laughs> I nothing. I think that was his last. That is stick. nothing. That was, was a waste of money. He, just, uh, he tried to make a comeback too. Jamarcus Russell, what a what a. I, I, oh man, I, I'm looking for the right word. That's the guy. Right who, adjective to say. That's the guy who got picked before Calvin Johnson. <laughs> right. That's the way I see it. And there's nothing wrong with that because he's a quarterback and he balled out his junior year at LSU. They won the national not championship. Care. Mm, I'm not even about to go there. You thought Calvin Johnson should went first? Absolutely. I mean, before him? Absolutely. I mean, you you don't spend you money on a receiver. You do not spend. To me, I don't think any receiver should go. In the top ten, unless you are out of your mind. No, I'm gonna tell you, unless it's like a, a, a freaking specimen comes in the draft, like Randy a Calvin Moss? Johnson. Randy Moss. He didn't go in the top ten. That's why he destroyed everybody exactly. he played against. You can find he receivers go- outside the top ten. You, it's plenty of receivers right now in NFL. You don't have right, to draft because them that position first. holds that position holds possibly three to four spots. You might have, you might be in an offense to run kings or or right. flush. Right. So that that might be. And, that's and a, that's a position to hold more spots. I, th- so you get I think more the receiver, receiver level uh, as a receiver position, it's more leveled nowadays. You don't have to have that number one guy, that you know Jerry why? Rice, and then the other guy on the other side of the field. Everybody's in ten personnel. Yeah, you the, the spread is taking over. Uh, the concepts yeah. started back in high school and college. Because now, look, I mean, like for instance, let's look at the Cardinals. Right, it, it's been Larry Fitzgerald's receiving core for the past decade. Since he came to the Arizona Cardinals, I believe, in my eyes. I'd say about a, a great seven years. Now yeah. you got another big-time receiver in Michael Floyd on the other side. Who's, who's coming into his yeah, own. Yeah, who's coming to his own. Big, 6'4", just as big as Larry Fitzgerald, if not yeah. bigger. Bigger. And you, you, we weren't used to seeing it. We weren't used to seeing Brandon Marshall, Alshon Jeffrey. It used to just be the Brandon uh, Marshall show. Mm. Now you see in these teams. And they got a tight end. Yeah. 6'5". Exactly. Tall, and even, than, tight end taller than both of them. So that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't really see you, – you can't go wrong without getting receivers in the first round. Uh, but 
at that time, yeah, you definitely got to take the Cowboys. The Cardinals got a tight end over there in layaway. <laughs> Who's that? You didn't you didn't see him when we went over there? I think I, I yeah. He they Had got uh, I thought it was you with me when we went over there. It might have been Eric uh, Hepolito. But he got they got a tight end in um, layaway over there. That guy's huge. Play, <laughs> play basketball. By oh, layaway, yeah. layaway, he's on a practice squad. I can't believe the monster took him up. No, that, we'll, maybe, we'll give him time, man. He'll, uh, Andre I, Hardy. I think he'd be good. Yeah, I think he's gonna be real good. They they snatched that guy up, put him in the um, put him in the lineup. You can't cover him in a, a red zone. You, it's impossible. It's kind of like the tight end. It's kind of like the tight end for the um, Chicago Bears. Yeah. But okay, Raiders. John Gruden, unless you give him the credit card to go get these players that we just talked about, he's not he's not gonna coach the team unless he can get those players. If anything, he'd rather be the GM, the guy who can say, I know how to put a team together. Now remember, John Gruden Gruden won a Super Bowl with Tony Dungy players, but he did have a good team in the Oakland Raiders that went to the playoffs. I mean, that um I think they went to the Super Bowl and lost. Mm-hmm. He did have that good team, so he goes Tony John, Tony Dungy's uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and he went a Super Bowl with all Tony Tony Dungy players, like real, real good players. That's the team he put together. However, you have to you have to bring that chemistry together. I think he could do that. You just can't. Any coach can't go in there and say, "Okay, this is self. I got a bunch of all stars, a bunch of future Hall of Famers. I have all this talent." You still have to mesh it together. And I've seen evidence in that with the Washington Redskins when I played. They had. Daryl Green, Deion Sanders, they had Bruce Smith, um, Larry Sanders. They had they had at least four or five all-stars on both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. They go 7-0. We come there, now they're 7-1. They finish the season 8-8. Eight and eight. So you can have a greater team and a great talent all you want to, but you're not. If you can't put it together, it's going to be tough to win. Right. If those players can't match together on the field and um, gain some cohesiveness, cohesiveness during the game, then it's yeah. You might as well just kiss the baby because Chris it's not going to work out. They had everybody. I'm thinking of these guys. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to even think of the running back number thirty. Uh, who I know. See, this is why I can't remember crap. I know this guy. <laughs> Age man. I know. I know this scared guy. of that man. That's what it happens. No, but uh, I'm gonna think of his name. <laughs> well, well, to me, going back, I'm I'm just pausing and just going back to uh, like like how you stated, uh, John Gruden was that it was in Tampa Bay and coaching up Tony Dungy boys, and he also uh, demolished that team after they won that Super Bowl after he jumped in the suit and finally. Uh, Tony Dungy. It was absolutely. We knew that Tampa Bay was going to win that Can Super I say Bowl this guy this, name? that year. Brian Mitchell. Brian Mitchell. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Can't think of his name, man. Go yeah, ahead. I hate that. <laughs> Stick on your tongue. You just, you just got it, man. Let me find it. But yeah, going back, Tony Dungy. Tony Dungy's Buccaneers won that Super Bowl. It wasn't because of John Gruden. After uh, Dungy, Dungy's team won that year. Um, you know that team just steadily just broken apart and like you said they had tons of hall of famers money wasn't an issue they were kind of remind me of the seahawks because they had they were all young and uh defensive minded didn't really need a just needed manageable quarterback um and that's what that's what they had. That's what they had. They had a good running back with uh, Warwick Dunn on the offensive Ooh, yeah, end. Yeah, they had Warwick Dunn was one of my about favorites. Two good running backs. He was the back Mike Allstar. Yeah, Mike Allstar. Absolutely. A uh, fullback, running back, or running back, fullback. 
Absolutely. This, this guy, we used, to, we used to have problems with him, but we used to bang him up. I mean, we used to bang Mike all side up because really? he was a single back. The problem was uh, Warwick Dunn. He yeah. was the problem. Yeah, it was like sugar and spice. He was a problem. He was thunder and yeah, lightning. Thunder and lightning. Yes. He was a problem. Yeah, and Tony Dungy put that team together. Now that is a guy that you Dang. need to that you could consider as a GM. You got me shaking my. I, yeah, I would. You know, like Tony, a, a, Tony, a, Tony you Dungy? see a coach who can put that team together from come, picking out a group of coaches. Right. Tony Dungy should be a guy that you should consider over wanna, at John Gruden. Tony Dungy, he's a great. Well, Tony Dungy ain't no knucklehead. He, he ain't gonna go to Oakland <laughs> unless he unless he yeah has to carry the card. Tony Dungy, if you ever get a chance to meet this guy, if you ever just, I mean, you probably can see outside looking in. You probably can see from interviews and the, the, his demeanor. That's yeah. one. Of, that's a great guy. Yeah, I met him a couple times when yeah, because uh, you was out that way. Yeah, yeah, that's a great guy, man. Uh, he signed if like you was both writing, of my books yep. and everything. So. If you was writing a book right now, you give it to him to read and tell him, I, I, "Would you mind?" Co-signing it or or putting a insert in there, he would do it. Right. But the book has to be it has to be a positive and the reason why you're doing the book. He's right. that guy. I know a guy he does that for did that for two guys. Yeah. See, like it reminds me of the. the I'm writing a book, by the way. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, like the Pistons, the Tr- Detroit Pistons, going to basketball. You know they got Van Gundy as the player personnel slash head coach. If that were to relate to the NFL, would you could you consider? Uh, John Gruden really like making it work, or would you take that chance with him? In uh, in Oakland, yeah, yeah in I, Oakland, I would. In, in anywhere, I, would. I mean, to me, one guy he, that stands out is just Tony Dungy to me right now that I can think. Now of. I'm with that. I'm with I'm with Tony. If if I got to choose between the two right now, mm-hmm. that's see Tony Dungy. See both of those guys. I mean, no knock against John Gruden. He's not, not at all. He's a great coach, but not at all. He has a he and. And he's self-made too. I say he came from nowhere. He came up the way he came up the hard way. Mm-hmm. Like the guy didn't play. All he did was break down film and do study the game. Got his opportunity and then seized it. Tony Dungy played, right. understands the game, understands took from what took from playing the game to going into the coach and communicating with his players. So it made it easier. And then he ran a basic cover two anyway. He made a yeah, cover two Tampa and a cover two, two Tampa. He created that Tampa two. And then the cover two Tampa he created when he put that mm-hmm. linebacker in the middle of the field because that's the weak spot in cover two. Mm-hmm. So he threw, he dropped that linebacker mm-hmm. back, but he had linebackers do that. Everybody that tried to run it didn't have those linebackers that can get depth quick because we talked about tight ends last, well, Tuesday, tight ends stretching the field. Yeah. You got a tight end stretch the field, you're going to kill a cover two. You're not going to play cover two in my against me. But when it comes down to Tony Dungy and John Gruden, it would be it would be hard because both of these guys are still active in the sports like CBS. Well, I think um, who's doing the game tonight? CBS doing the CBS Thursday, does the Thursday. Night. Is that John Gruden and someone else? Maybe no. John Gruden does the ESPN ESPN Monday, Monday night yeah. Monday night. Yes, yes, but they are still very active, and then he's still very active on the mm-hmm. off season. So they still have the football mind or football genius to. To find out who's who, they got their eye on talent all across the board, right. and maybe those guys is coming in. And for both of these guys, uh, so I think they both can build a team. Yeah, for both of these former coaches, they know the game of coaching. They, uh, you know, they they understand the game of coaching to a whole nother level. With them not focusing on coaching and more of uh, doing broadcasting and analyzing, this I think this forms the relate the more sense of uh, of a GM of. Uh, managing a team because not right. only are you looking at one team, you're looking at all the other teams and 
what players, you know, what pieces of players they, that could fit in certain systems. This, I think, allows you the knowledge of uh, general managing for sure. And I think um, Bill Belichick, genius has gotten to him too. It's gone too far. You think so? Yeah, I think it's gone too far. You, you got rid of West Walker, and I, and, I, I, and it's hard to. I'm, am I questioning him or I doubt? Am I doubting him? The guy does know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Another guy who haven't played. It's, this, these are the guys I love. Mm-hmm. These are guys I like a lot. I don't do that love thing. These are guys I like a lot. His genius of getting mid-round guys like Pittsburgh still do, used to do, and still do, do still does. Mm-hmm. They um, at some point that catches up to you because you can't get rid of a Mankin. You can't get rid of your left, your blindside guy tackle. You can't get rid of a Wes Welker and bring nobody in. And Edmund, when he when they got him from, I think he was in St. Louis. No, they. I think they drafted Edmund. No, who was the? Uh, who was the? Oh, Amendola. Amendola. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah. Amendola. Amendola. He's never there. He's always hurt. Edmund's hurt. He's always hurt. I'm like, are you bringing that guy in to replace Wes right. Welker? And then you paid him. They right. know who to pay, or they choose who they want to pay. Another story, another day, another topic. Um, but you leaving Tom Brady without any weapons to do his job. And then that makes Brady looks bad. And when Brady go crazy on the sideline, I didn't like Brady last year at, in preseason when he was when he was. He knew he didn't have anything, but he was. It was more like he was scolding his receivers. I mean, I guess you have to do that because they're young receivers in a sense, whereas I got to get you to grow up quick because we don't have what we used to have. But this is this is the team that went play in the AFC Championship. Right. With no tight end, uh, uh, a hand-picked running game. Right. Amendola, <laughs> <laughs> who, who missed most of the first quarter of the season. Yeah. So uh, I think – Belichick's genius is catching up with him because uh, now, now I might be rushing the judgment speaking too fast on this because it's only the first quarter as I mentioned mm-hmm. it's only four games yeah. been played let's see what happened going into the second half of the season yeah, or after the, the same second time, quarter yeah but at the same time let's make a statement let's, let's get things clear it is the first quarter of a season at the, but at the same time it's signs and symptoms that are showing pretty early that look to be disaster uh, it looks like a, dista- yeah, a disaster waiting to happen Kwame Lasha Sports Talk, Demi Lachey. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. 
That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Welcome back to the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show. We in our last segment. Uh, right now, Kwame just ran out to use the restroom for a second. But, you know, we were going into talks. Uh, last thing we were speaking on was the Oakland Raiders. And, you know, Rich Gannon, he did make some comments for being a former player and all, saying that, um, that the Raiders were just, you know, they were stealing uh, basically from the program. They were stealing from the franchise of the Oakland Raiders. And, I mean, he was just making, basically made those comments, and he really feels as if, you know, changes need to be made, not really with the organization, but with the players. And, you know, with him being a former player and a big fan, even though he was banned, he's been banned from the uh, Oakland Raiders facilities, quote-unquote, from Al Davis um, about five years ago, you know, he he says that he still cares about the Oakland Raiders. This is where he became the player that he has been. This is where he became his MVP. And but at the same time, you know, I agree with him. With you know, players not ready, they're just if you're gonna steal from the program, you just need to get out. And that's exactly what Rich Gannon was trying to make with some of his statements. Uh, I had an old ball coach plenty of times. Used to say, "Hey, for guys who are stealing from the program, you know, we're gonna get those guys out of there." And I think that's the same thing with Oakland Raiders. That's the same thing in statements that Rich Gannon was making. So I kind of back him up on his statements. Kwame's back in. So hey, I, how you feel? Man, you all right? I do number two. Okay. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No, but I was going to, you know, we were talking about the Oakland Raiders. You know, Rich Gannon made some comments. I was just finishing up on that on that last little talk here because he was saying, you know, he feels like guys, uh, the coaches, some coaches, some players are just – Stealing from the from the Oakland Raiders, he bluntly came out and said, "You know they're stealing." You and are stealing because we always say that. You say that you can say it in college. You can yeah. say it on in high school. We used to say, "Guys, when God, we knew guys were stealing. They knew they were stealing. Sometimes they didn't even put the blindfolds on. They just went, you know what it is. Give it over." Yeah, guys are stealing. You know, I'm going out there and laying it on the line. So when it, whenever whomever the new coach come in is or come in right now, Tony Sperano, intern guy. So I, I'm I'm pretty sure they're gonna bring somebody in because he's just not. Let's no. say he let's say he turns it around, Tony Sperano, and this, what they got twelve games left, eleven or twelve games left. Mm-hmm. I still don't think he's the guy. I don't know who these guys gonna play for. If you can't play for a coach, and and regardless of how terrible the coach is, you still got to go out there and do your job. You getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars. You need to go out there and do your job and leave it on the line. And that's easy to tell. From game day to when I watch film, you know, if you know the defense and offense, mm-hmm. special teams, if you know what these guys' assignments are and you see they're not running hard, if you see they can't, they, they lane, uh, lane assignments on special teams, mental errors, we, got, we call them MEs, or missed tackles and missed tackles from being out of position, right. I, yeah, I, can, I know how to get rid of you. 
I'd rather not have you there. And it's the guys that I watch that when there's nothing, when there's nothing on the line to play for, how hard did you play? I, I went to a Chandler and a Hamilton game last night. Mm-hmm. Hamilton was destroying these guys by 50-some points. There was three guys, two, maybe three guys on Chandler's football team mm-hmm. playing like it was the first quarter, like it was hard. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like to see. And and if you can't get those, that effort and that type of enjoyment from playing the game on a professional level and, you get, and you're going to get paid the next day, yeah, you need to – you are stealing. Some of those guys on there are stealing. Some of those guys can't wait till the season over so maybe their contract is up so they can go somewhere else. Some of them can't wait till the season over because they don't really want to play football. Right. It, the checks look better than the, than the game to them now. <laughs> and Rich Gannon said these guys should give back their checks. Like when you go and cash in your checks after losing 10 games straight, how does that make you feel? Now, if I was <laughs> if I was on that team, yeah. I'll tell Rich – tell I have some words for Rich Gannon. <laughs> of course. But yeah. he wouldn't be talking to me because I, I was yeah. going to play hard. Yeah, I mean, don't don't talk about a man's money. That's, that's yeah, one thing his, you can't. His money, yeah. his family, don't talk about yeah. it. Don't get in my business. Right. Right. Rich Gannon, <laughs> even though even though it's part of your business too, because he was a quarterback in Washington. He came up, had a great year. Mm-hmm. They fired the head coach. Then they fired all three quarterbacks: Gus Farad, Rich Gannon. They fired all those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, then he goes to Oakland, which was fitting, perfect. And then I pick him off. Another story, another time, another <laughs> day. And have some have some success. Mm-hmm. So it is part of his business, the football, but don't get in my business on this team. You're not on this team. You're not in the locker room. You're not in the practice. Right. You're doing it from the outside. You're on Sirius Satellite talking about from the outside looking in now. I know you have a, a relationship or passion with the Raiders, but he sees himself as a Washington Redskins in that, in that one year. <laughs> in that one year. So it's not – Yeah. Some of those guys are stealing. Yeah. But I wouldn't say you need to get your money back. I said, man, you're no, stealing. No, you definitely would, don't need to get your money I, back. I tell you – because some of that is an investment. Some you work to get to that point to get that money. Absolutely, you know how I many sacrifices these guys made to get to where they're at. Right. So they might be stealing from the program, but they not. Man, I'm a rich game. I like rich game. I like his. Yeah, I like rich game. I like his comments that he made, but yeah. <laughs> not from the whole giving back the chase. I giving my oh, money man. back. I work yeah. for this. I work for this in practice. I practice right. like I play. <laughs> yeah, be careful, careful when you talk. Let's you talk be careful because I had to deal with the. Well, the, the, Rich Gannon had to deal with this coach. You had to deal with uh, – He had John Gruden, Gruden and yeah. John Gruden loved him. <laughs> right. So You're not dealing with the coaches I have to go through. That's a good point. You, you're not dealing with who I have to deal with. I, don't tell me I'm not playing hard. But I, you, you, never let, you never let one man mess around with your money, though. Speaking of not playing hard, well, how you how you feel about this uh, Mr. Kyle Orton starting I'm, over E.J. Manuel? Outstanding. Good job, Buffalo Bills. Really? Yes. I'm surprised you even said that. You know why? You know what? I'm Cause very it's, surprised. It's a business about when. Because first of all, I might be a little bad. Kyle Orton? Yes. You say it like he's bad. You saying it like he's great. <laughs> I didn't say nothing. <laughs> Absolutely about, great. I, say, I, I applaud <laughs> Buffalo. See, I wanted, I wanted to talk about uh, LeBron James and Kevin Love. No, no. No, no, this is real quick. This is quick. This is going to get this out of the way. Kyle Orton, I told you. Emmanuel, I, I thought he was going. I, no, he no looks way. like he when he threw that. JC JC JJ Watts is a. Uh, I say JC Watts. You know who JC Watts is? No, he's a uh, black Republican out of Oklahoma. He was oh. a real good guy. Played with Oklahoma. Anyway, okay. JJ Watts. He's great. He's probably the best defensive player in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Arguably the best defensive yes, player in the arguably. league. When Emmanuel, when he threw that interception to him, it was almost like they talked about it. It's like, <laughs> hey, 
We got the same agent. I don't know if they had the same <laughs> agent. I don't yeah. know if they had the same, but we got to keep, you know, we make each other look good. You're going to get these stats. <laughs> kind of like Brett Favre did with, um, with um, the, the cornball that was in Michael Strahan. Just fall on the ground so he can get the sack, sack mm-hmm. record. I don't buy into that. It just didn't look like he played with that effort and the passion at that quarterback position. I've always liked Cal Orton when he was in uh, Denver, and then he went to other other places before he he went one more place before he went to Dallas. Now he's in. He was in somewhere. He was in Washington, I think. Yeah, and, and then he went to Buffalo. Now he's in Buffalo. Yeah. When you lose, when you lose your job and then get moved around after you lose your job, it's hard to get that starting job back. But you become a good, a great serviceable backup, and in this league, a good backup is. We've seen that last year with um, Chicago Bears when when uh, the quarterback for uh, for them went down when um, Jake Jake not I was gonna say Jake Plummer, but when uh, Jake Cutler went down, mm-hmm. the backup came in and they played well. Yeah, and that was so Kyle, Kyle Orton, in my opinion. I don't think he did a whole lot to lose his job. I think they wanted to move play people in those places, one of them being Jay Cutler. Then Jay Cutler ended up going to Chicago. Um, Kyle Orton was, he's, in my opinion, he's a good quarterback. So I'm not I'm not surprised about the move. To answer long story longer, I'm not surprised that he's becoming a starter because what I see from the outside, from the TV, these guys, these coaching staff, they're right there in his face and seeing it. He just didn't – He's not going through his progressions. He's not going through his reads. Some of those mistakes are mistakes you made in college. You can't make those college mistakes in the pros. So, yeah, no, I'm not saying it like he's great. I'm mm-hmm. saying it like he gives us a chance to win a football game. Okay. Well, I I, I think you take E.J. Manuel through the same thing that Geno's going through in the New York Jets. Maybe they – and Buffalo has a right to be like, you know, we're not going to do what New York's going to do. We're going to make this move now. And I understand – yeah, EJ Manuel has a lot to learn. I thought he had a lot to learn even coming out of Florida State after five years. Um, he still had a lot to learn, obviously. And, yeah, I'm, I think it's a good decision. But at the same time, I mean, we're talking about Kyle Orton. We're talking about a guy who flirted with retirement last after he got done in Dallas. He was spotted out drinking, throwing back 40s, throwing back 40s. They want 40s. Throwing back, like, uh, Jaeger bombs and all that. What's what's wrong with that? And then next thing you know, yeah, this guy. Comes He's a quarterback. He, he don't have to do no strenuous workout. Absolutely, but <laughs> I just like all right. I'm you I know just, what? I'm just keep. I'm just keep it close. I just because, don't think quarterbacks work out hard. They don't. They I don't just don't. To. I just don't, they don't think have to. because they can't. The rules are <laughs> the rules are made for quarterbacks, but they can't get touched. They don't have to. What's up with LeBron? No, Back in Cleveland. No, LeBron James, <laughs> uh, Kyrie Irving, uh, Love. Course. Yeah, he's back in Cleveland. I mean, they, they have a nice, they have a nice little squad right there. But I, I'm not pick, I'm not picking them to. It's the, the East gonna come down to a dogfight. The okay. East gonna come down to a dogfight. I think a lot of teams have improved as far as what they did with their uh, franchise. But Kevin Love was a great addition. Kevin Love was a good addition. It's just so much talk about it. Everybody want to make it more than what it is. He's a good addition. You got Kyrie Irving. You got uh, LeBron James. Who's the bettest, beatest? Who's the uh, other backcourt guy? Oh, uh, Deion Waiters. Waiter, Waiters? Yeah. Arguably one of the best backcourts. Yeah. The, uh, Kyrie Irving and Waiters the, together, of course. Yeah, arguably. But in that argument, you have to throw uh, them boys in Golden State out there. Yeah. You have to throw Absolutely. them in there. Absolutely. I think they're the best backcourt. Golden State? Yes. Yes. Um, Splash Brothers, they just know how to – they can take a game over just them two. 
that's amazing. Even uh, also considering, you know, throwing in John Wall and Bradley Beal. They developed That's last what year. I was thinking. They, Bill, they Bill. developed uh-huh. a lot last season. I like them too, but. they putting up the same numbers on averages with Deion Waiters and Kyrie Irving, respectfully. But John Wall and them, them boys was winning games. They have more talent, mm-hmm. absolutely, throughout their whole roster. Now that you have LeBron James and Kevin Love coming over, Kyrie and Deion Waiters, their game is going to get even better because of the mindset that LeBron is going to teach them. He already said he took Deion Waiters under the wing, which is exceptional. LeBron, Kyrie Irvin, he coming off an all-star MVP. He dominated in the U.S., uh, won the MVP for the U.S. Did team. Did he? Yeah, he won the uh, tournament MVP for the FIFA World Championships. I didn't even we're watch a lot of about, that. Yeah, and we're talking about the same guy who's on the roster with Stephen Curry, Derrick Rose. But you know what? Derrick Rose wasn't going to play hard in a way. No, Derrick Rose no, getting ready to come. He's, not, that, was, that was rehab for him, yeah. in my opinion. And and you bring up Derrick Rose, and that's the team I think that's going to compete with those guys yeah. in the East. Absolutely, I mean because they gonna play come defense. Down to them too. It's going to come down to defense. And, well, I think a lot of people are sleeping on the who Kevin Love going to guard. <laughs> who's going? Who's going to guard? He, he can trouble. He's not probably not going to guard, but he can put some trouble on. He can give up Pau six Gasol. fouls. Pau Gasol going to work out. Him up. Yeah, he's going to work out on <laughs> Kevin Love. Maybe yeah, maybe he should guard Joe Kim. He has a better chance of guarding Joe Kim. Yeah, because Joe Kim is Joe not Kim. he's not just looking to score. Yeah. Right. Just he's box not, him out. He's not looking to score, although he might surprise and give you 10, 12 points yeah. with the same amount of rebounds. <laughs> and assists. No, yeah. But yeah, he's a good passer too. I, I think a lot of people are sleeping on Kyrie Irving's game, man. He's I think he's top three, top two point guards in the I NBA. just hope um LeBron don't derail this guy's growth. I'd hope he's, he's on derail. I just hope I, I can see can. it, but I just hope it doesn't derail. And nobody's derail uh, Kyrie Irving's growth. Now nobody's talking about the Miami Heat. For what? See, well, you for go. one thing, here see, we go. Here we go. go. Here we go. The top four in the East, right? The top four teams, arguably on paper, right now. The New top York four team, the Miami Heat, Brooklyn Nets, New York, New York Knicks. That, Miami oh, that, Heat. Are they the bottom four? Chicago, no, they're top. Hold four. on, hold on. Take, Chicago, take my top. Take, my, Chicago, Cleveland. This in order? Yes. No order. You just got it in no order. No order. Right there. Chicago, Cleveland. My order. <laughs> Miami. No, that's not my order. It's definitely not New York. New York's not even going to make the playoffs. I, I go Chicago. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. Chicago, Cleveland, Washington, and you're gonna have to throw either Miami or Charlotte. I'm gonna throw Charlotte in there. But they're just a team that's getting put together just like uh, Miami is. Watch, but watch Miami it. got more of their soul pieces coming back than Charlotte does. I'm not a genius in anything. No, me neither. But, but I, I'm I, close I, to okay. it. Okay. Charlotte Charlotte or Miami. They're top four. Miami is top four in the East regardless. But at the same time, if you look at the whole league, mm-hmm. it's about nine teams right now out West that are better than Miami. Because they're just out but the West. West is just different. Exactly. You and you and Alex said so the Suns not the Suns not gonna make the playoff. You and Alex said not. that not. you got to be kidding they're me. They're not. I hope they do. You It'll be great start, for the city of Phoenix, but I, I You need to start watching the Suns play because I don't think you're watching the Suns play. I watched them play. I watched them play from time to time. There's some young gun running the first quarter down there. Like, first quarter of football. I'm, I'm just trying to cut you off because I don't want you to say nothing crazy. <laughs> I'm not gonna say nothing crazy. I'm gonna tell you the first truth. quarter because we got 30 seconds. First quarter of uh, football. Who's your MVP on offense and defense? Uh, offensively, we, we, we're going to uh Murray for okay. Dallas. Uh-huh. Defensively, um, I don't know somebody off the Cardinals. That defense playing. <laughs> incredible. Okay, and who's your rookie? Rookie, oh, man, 
There really hasn't been no rookie standouts, honestly. My offensive MVP in the first Maybe quarter. Maybe old lineman? I don't know. Go could, ahead. could be. It's uh, Phillip Rivers. Uh, defense, J.J. Watts. Mm-hmm. Uh, rookie is the cornerback for Chicago Bears. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah you know, I thought you were thinking offensive rookie, he, oh, defensive rookie. Oh, okay. Well, we could do that, too, but we'll do that okay. tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. I got to be at uh, – I have to call in. Hey, mm-hmm. we got to get out of here. Floyd Mayweather, Manuel Pacquiao, trade social media jobs. Who cares? If you're going to fight, fight. Nobody want to hear about it until you fight. Rest in peace, uh, Pittsburgh Parish. They are uh, pirates. <laughs> they are done. Sorry, what Andrew. a great year. We out here. Kwame La Sports Talk, Demi Lachey. We'll talk with you guys tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Ah!